at $200, a Super Nintendo setup costs twice as much as the old system. For the money, the company promises better pictures, sound, and adventure. Now you're playing with power, super power. You're the king, I tell you! SNES Podcast with your host, Soulblazer. Hello, welcome to Super NES Podcast. Uh, this is episode 144. I am Greg. Uh, he is Joe. As always, we're very glad that you're here again this time. Uh, Joe, thank you again for joining us. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes, so, uh, yeah, so we're starting to, starting to, like, yes, we're starting to get into a groove here as far as, like, you know, the, the new host thing routine yo thing going on so that's cool <laughs> uh so this was so this was joe's turn to pick a game and what game did you have us play this time i had us play super back to the future 2 which is a super famicom exclusive yes which is which is so which is the main reason why i never heard of this game <laughs> um because it was a, a japanese only but uh yeah very weirdly japanese only we'll get into that like uh um later on i'm sure mm. but um but yeah, apparently this game is well. Apparently this game is better well known than I realized. I, I, I guess it was just me who didn't heard about this. <laughs> um, AVGN, for example, did an episode um, uh, dedicated to this game like a while ago, uh, and uh, uh, a lot of other like websites have also talked about it. So uh, yeah, this game, this this game, this game's known especially by people who like enjoy the movies. Mm. So um, yeah, so. Uh, we're not going to talk about the whole Back to the Future franchise here, because I'm assuming most people here have probably seen it. If you haven't, you should. Is it, you should. It's a very good trilogy. Yeah, there's um, a guy, Marty, there's a guy, Doc, they build a time machine, they go back yeah. to the past, they go to the future, they go back to the past, that's how it all works out. <laughs> yes, so, yep. Uh, uh, like, I made a very, so it made a very, uh, flop of a car, like, you know, like, uh, like everything's famous, like when they decided to use it in the movie. Yep. So, so, uh, you know, there's that, and like... Um, yeah, so it, and and so and so it, and so it was also the, it was also the, it was also like the, it was also like in the news again uh, last year because it had been um, you know thirty years mm-hmm. because in Back to the Future two they go to uh, they go to the year twenty nineteen so right. uh, so like you know they did a little so they did like a little like you know a couple of skits or a union thing whatnot to kind of celebrate that so uh, yeah yeah definitely 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 so relevant. Uh, the trophies the trophies available on streaming for streaming on Netflix uh, as it, um, yeah, as as it, as it just recently discovered, because this game focuses pretty much upon the events of Back to the Future Two, uh, and I, um, I had meant to go back and watch it again because it's been like quite a while since I've seen it, but this last week was not very good for for numerous reasons, and so time got away from me, and so I was uh, unable to do so. Um, but yeah, so like it is on there. It's very it, it actually. When I was a kid, and for a long time, I, I remember how everybody said Back to the Future One was the better movie. Nowadays, it seems like it seems like the uh, uh, nowadays it seems like it, nowadays it seems, it seems like the consensus is pretty much split as to, as with like the, the first or second one is the better movie. Yeah, I mean, by far, in my opinion, the first is the gold standard. Uh, the second one is a little bit below that, and then obviously the third is way below that, in my opinion. Yeah, and- yeah, but the third. 
I'm sorry. Uh, I was going to say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. everybody has their own taste and that's what yeah. it comes down to. You know what I mean? As all, as the trilogy as a whole, it's fantastic. Yeah. It's almost held up there with like Star Wars. Almost. Yes. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, you know, I, you know, I do agree with you with the rankings. Uh, I don't think Back to the Future 3 was a bad movie. It just had some problems with it. Uh, yeah. The fact that, you know, uh, the fact that the fact that they filmed a lot of the uh, the fact that they filmed a lot of both two and three at the same time, they kind of rushed the development of three. Certainly, show yes, certainly, and so, you know, certainly weakened it like quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, because the movies were so popular, there have been a lot of games uh, that have come out for the come out based off the movies over the years. Uh, again, again, even more than I realized before I started doing research on this. Yeah, uh, most most people are probably familiar with a few of these games. I'd say the most famous ones are probably. The very infamous LJN Back to the Future uh, uh, <laughs> game on the NES, which is not very good at all. Uh, it's, it's it's games like this that gave it uh, like LJN a very poor reputation back in the day. Yeah. Um, uh, two, uh, two and three, however, which came out the following year, is is not as bad. You know that game's <laughs> actually playable. So yeah, you know, I, so I, I see. but um, there was also there was also there was also a Back to the Future Part Two for the Master System. I've not played. There was a there was a Back to the Future Part Three for the Genesis. Also. Uh, also have not played. So um, the Back to the Future three on the Genesis is the whole reason why I gravitated towards this game. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, that game on the Genesis is trash. Um, <laughs> if anybody who's ever played the Genesis version, they will tell you like just the first level alone, like you start as Doc on a horse and you got to <laughs> dodge, jump, and like duck and do different things to be able to get to Clara's cart. Or carriage, okay. or whatever you want to call it, and it's just a mess of a level where they literally throw everything at you, and it's just like balls to the wall right away. No difficulty spike, no nothing. Just boom, we're going on the hardest setting, and enjoy. And <laughs> a lot of people, um, if you look on you know reviews online, a lot of people will tell you like, I didn't even get past the first level, and that's <laughs> really how it was growing up too. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Well, hard to imagine anything. Hard to imagine anything being worse uh, uh, than the NES game, but I guess it's possible. Yeah, so. <laughs> I'd rather play the NES game, believe it or not. <laughs> um, uh, the NES game did have good music for it, though. That's the one shaping, uh, um, saving point of the game. Yeah, you know, the, absolutely. Uh, uh, the, the soundtrack in that game is very good. So some, so some of the other Back to the Future games I was aware of and have played over the years. There was a pinball game by Date East 1990 that was very good. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it even had songs from the movie, uh, the movie, which was nice. Um, there was also, uh, uh, there was also a, um, there was also, there was also a short-lived Facebook game, um, uh, played in 2010 that didn't last very long. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, uh, and there's also the, fa- uh, yep, uh, and there's also the, there's also the, uh, the very well-known and pretty well-selling, actually, uh, Telltale game, Back to the Future, came on 2010 for numerous systems. Oh, that's a great series. Yeah, it is pretty good. Uh, Telltale games for me are hit or miss. Yeah. Um, but this one's like pretty good, definitely. I mean, like they got most of the voice. I, uh, you know, they got most of the cast to come back, just like did the voices. Right. So, um, you know, obviously, you know, like Michael J. Fox is not in very good health these days, so he only had a couple cameos. But yeah, but um, the kid they got to re- replace him sounds almost exactly like him. So right, it was yeah, very, so. very well casted. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I also remember playing a, um, um. Uh, a slot machine that was Back to the Future 3, <laughs> like several years ago. So nice. Uh, as a matter of fact, I think like it was at Twin Rivers I actually played it at. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Uh, this is 
this is 2006, so chances are it's probably not going to be like around uh, as common now as it was back then. Right. But who knows? So, uh, some of the yeah, some, yeah, yeah, some of the other less known Back to the Future games came out for the computers. Um, you know, they, you know, the Ataris, the Amigas, the Commodores, the DOSs, they all had like Back to the Future games. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, like as well. There was also there was also a game based off the theme park ride, which is curious. Uh, <laughs> you talking about know, the one for the GameCube? Yes. <laughs> Did you play that one? <laughs> yeah. It was uh, basically the general premise of the game is that you are a child walking around Universal Studios, Florida, assumably. <laughs> um, you, you pick up trash throughout the park, and by picking up trash, you earn coins, which can get you on rides based on the different themed movies mm. that were associated with it and uh none of none, none of the game, mini games were good and that's the thing they yeah. were all mini games there was no yeah. the main game was picking up trash like who wants to oh, play okay. that um it was a novelty obviously when it came out sure. it was like yeah. oh back to the future game and that's how they sold it which right. which was the big problem I, it was some shady marketing because i <laughs> i bought a gamecube and i bought that game and i was sorely yeah. disappointed so uh, did you have a chance to go to Universal Studios and enjoy the Fact Future ride that, uh, like while I was doing operation? No. Uh, sad thing is, um, in my life, the only time I've gone to any th real big theme park was when I was like six. Um, I got to go to mm. Disney World in California. Uh, Disneyland is Di in California. Okay, so Disneyland in California, and I got to experience an earthquake. Other than that, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the yeah. whole time I was like searching for like the uh, the place, which was uh, a set piece for the show Kids Incorporated, which was big at the time and right. geared towards, you know, my age group of uh, six, seven at the time. So right. that was like the whole thing. And to, for, for me, like I was bummed the entire trip because we did not find the place, which of course obviously doesn't exist, but I assumed <laughs> that it was, if you know, filmed in Disneyland and whatever else, but yeah. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I've been to uh, um, uh, Universal Studios once, like about like uh, um, you know, about like I think it was like the '90s. I was there sometime, but yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah, I definitely remember riding. Yeah, I definitely remember uh, like being the Back to the Future ride. Like it was uh, pretty good. Uh, definitely like one of the better, you know, the better rides there. I, I, I actually enjoy Universal in some ways. Actually, a lot of ways, I enjoy Universal better than Disney World. Mm. Disney World has the whole package going for it, right? But the rides as a whole—if you just want the rides themselves—yeah, Universal, I think Universal Studio has a better. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. So not that you know Disney, you know Disney, you know Disney does have good rides, but you go to Disney for the whole experience, not just like you know like a um you know a theme park. Thing. Yeah. So, but so I mean, um, fun antidote to that. Um, my son has basically experienced Back to the Future the ride because they released like the anim um the actual movie. Um, on I believe it was the DVDs, the bonus features. It might have been the Blu-ray. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, I had so. my office chair, which swiveled and everything else, and he was younger, obviously, at the time. <laughs> and I put it on for him one day and would move the chair and whatnot to interact with what was going on on the TV, <laughs> just to entertain him. So, yeah, I mean, cool. he technically got to experience it, yeah. and I got to see yeah. it, but that's as far as it's gone. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. The, um. Yeah, that's impressive. I, I mean, like, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of video out there for it because the ride was out there for a long time. The ride right. was from 1991 and uh, like until 2017. Yep. Um, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, 2007, like, when they closed it. Um, well, they, well, well, they didn't close it. They remodeled it uh, uh, to be a Despicable Me-themed uh, right. uh, like, ride instead. But, uh, yeah, 
So, uh, yeah, so anyway, uh, and, and then finally, and, mo and then finally the most recent game that's gonna come out Back to the Future themed was the LEGO Dimension game from 2015. So, which came out from, uh, uh multiple, uh, uh, multiple, um, uh, multiple uh, systems as well. Yeah, I never played that. I haven't either, but most LEGO games are pretty good, so I'm sure this one probably is, uh, you know, like, you're pretty decent as well. Yeah, the Twist but, of Life thing is kind of hard, and that thing died out pretty quick, unfortunately. Yeah. So, yeah. I, ho I hope it was a good game, because, you know, that's cool that they had, like, you know, Lord of the Rings, and, um, what, they had Gremlins, they had a whole bunch of really cool movie packs. Oh, they had a lot, like Indiana Jones, yeah. Star Wars, so. uh, I think they had Harry Potter too. Yeah. also, um... Uh, oh. Batman. Yep. Uh, yeah, I remember the Batman ones. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, most of these are pretty good. Um, so, but anyway, we are here to talk about the more obscure, because it's Japanese-only, <laughs> uh, game. Uh, officially known as Super Back to the Future Part 2, although you have, like, you will see its name printed in different forms. Um, I've, you know, of course it had Super in it, because a lot of, like, uh, uh, uh Super Famicom games use Super as part of the title, uh, somewhere on it. <laughs> so, um... So the game came out in 1993. It was developed by a company called Daft. Uh, um, it was published by a company called Toshiba uh, EMI, which um, uh, so we're talking about both companies here for a little bit. Uh, Daft I've never heard of, and there's a good reason for that. Most <laughs> of their games were Japan only. Hmm. Um, this was actually their very first game, apparently, according to the, the list I could find it, like online. Uh, after this, uh, you know, after this, they made a whole bunch of like racing and fighting games. Uh, and they were around from 1993 until like uh, 2000 to uh, uh, 2005. Um, a couple of their fighting games came over here to the states, uh, but most of their uh, most of their games like stayed like in Japan. Hmm. Um, but um, you know, like um, so, but yeah, so pretty much a very like niche like niche developer. Uh, Toshiba EMI is a bit it's a bit more interesting. Uh, they were partly owned by Toshiba, which is um, uh, the large like uh, 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 corporate uh, corporate company. Uh, like many other companies did in those days, they, uh, they saw how profitable the video game market was during the 90s and wanted to have a piece of it themselves, mm. so they formed up a division, a division to capitalize on that. Um, but EMI was also involved with music, um, and as a result, um, as a result, like about 10 years ago or so, uh, they merged with another company, and they're now known as EMI Music Japan. They mm. are the Japanese branch of EMI, mm. so which is one of the, uh, uh, which is the you know, which is one of the largest uh, music uh, studios? Well, I should say uh, publishers, uh, publishers uh, to like the world. Hmm. So, um, this being a Japanese game, there is of course Japanese. However, there's not really very much Japanese in the game. Uh, there is a fully there is there uh, there is a fully uh, translated ROM out there that you can play, which is the version I play. But I'm also like, why? What's the point? <laughs> yeah, visually with the cutscenes that they show in between the levels, you can clearly make out that they're following the same story that's in Back to the Future 2, the movie. So if you've right. seen the movie, you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, you know, it, it, yeah, because uh, the, 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 there's a good amount of English in the game. The title screen and options are all English. Mm -hmm. uh, the chapter names are all English. Yep. So, like, you have an idea of what's going on. Uh, the Japanese is only used for the cutscenes that show up every now and then. Uh, during gameplay, to advance, like to advance, you know, like to advance, like through the game. Mm. So, uh, but yeah, so like very, so like very, very minimal Japanese. You know, very, you know, very playable. Uh, you know, as is, like for sure. Yeah. So, um, 
So George recommended this game. Had you played this game before, George? What was the reason for your actual like recommendation uh, like this one? You mean Joe? Uh, sorry. <laughs> Damn it, I was just saying that earlier, too. Uh, yeah, I'll get over it eventually. <laughs> uh, come on, four shows in, you figured you'd have it down by now. <laughs> yes, well, any, yes, well, and he's coming back next week for flavor guest spots. Yeah, yeah. So that won't help things either, I'm sure. But, right. But, um, uh, so basically, my history with this is uh, it's one of those, um, as um, the early aughts were uh, upon us and emulation was starting to become bigger um getting rom packs and whatnot i discovered this game just randomly and i fell in love with it and i at the time back then i beat it um this time around uh spoiler i, I didn't even bother trying <laughs> <laughs> um but it it's one of those it's um it's a simple premise it's almost like mario you're picking up coins you're jumping on enemies heads the only difference is you are kind of floaty because of the hoverboard and you do like weird somersault somersault uh, movements and then you can use like the hoverboard to jump up along the wall to be able to get up certain walls and stuff. So there's some interesting aspects to it other than the simple Mario, you know, bump the head, get the coin sort of thing. Um, and some right. of the power-ups yeah. are pretty cool. You know how you have to go to a vending machine to be able to get the power-up. That's cool. So the coins aren't worthless, you know? Right, yeah, for sure. I mean, like, you know, um, yeah, because there are some, you know, as you just talked about, there are some, uni there are some, like, unique twists to this game. Yeah. You know, you know, by and, you know, by, and by, it is a platform, which is, which is the easiest way to, to take a movie license uh, to turn right. into a game. Mm -hmm. um, usually it doesn't turn out very well, but, um, yeah, platformers are definitely the, like, pride and true way of, like, well, we don't know how to make this uh, uh, fit. We have a You're license, right. or yeah, we have a license, or we're contractually obligated to make a game. Let's just make a platform out of it. Right, so, and I'll get it out of the way. I mean, this is not a great game, to you know, at all. But it, it's a serviceable game, and it's playable. And compared to the other Back to the Future stuff that was available at the time, this is far superior. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I um, I you know, I certainly would agree with some of that. We can get into that, like we talk about the game. Um, uh, you know, it's a you know, it's a pretty standard, you know, standard length game as far as like platformers go. Uh, you have, you know, there's six stages. Uh, mm -hmm. Each stage has either like, you know, each stage can have anywhere from like uh, one to three stages in it, plus also like a boss fight. Um, so like the game's not overly, they're over, overly too long. There's like, you know, about 45 minutes give or take is pretty mm -hmm. much the the average for finishing the game if you want to finish it. Yeah. Uh, there's no continues. You are given, however, uh, like you are given a password. However, after you finish, um, I, uh, after you finish like every section, so yeah, at the start pretty, of every section, they give you the right. Password. And these passwords are in English, thank God for that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, you know, and they're very simple, like four letter password words, like mm -hmm. you know, like, like you know, like uh, eyes, rock, zero. Right. So, uh, not that hard to do at all. Uh, you can also put in passwords if you want to, just, like if you want to, like see the cutscenes of the game. Mm -hmm. So, which is also like a nice touch. Um. So, um, you're basically playing Marty, as Joe mentioned, and you're going through the event, um, um, and you're going through the events of the movie, uh, you know, the three different time periods doing, uh, like doing various things, uh, and you're totally navigating around on a skateboard. <laughs> so, I mean, I think the game would have been fine if you had been part of the game on a skateboard. I kind of think the fact that, um, you know, I, I think maybe the fact that they overused it a little bit with the whole skateboard, always on the skateboard thing. Yeah. But, so... 
But uh, yeah, so and you're just yeah, and uh, you know Marty does Marty does yeah you know, Marty does look like Marty. Um, so I'll give it that. Right. But and at it, the same it, time, I was gonna say it's in a nice little chibi yeah. style almost. The anime feel is really nice, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. So the anime is one speculation as to why this game never came out in the states. Right. Uh, Tepic's anime was not very popular. Uh, back in those days. So yeah, I mean, like who knows? <laughs> but anyway, but yeah. So the the motions of Marty on the skateboard are very comical. It's like when you jump, it's <laughs> like really, it's really weird head over heels something motion. You're going like what? <laughs> no skateboarder operates in that way. Right. So yeah, the animations are very strange. But um, yeah. So uh, you you can so like so you can collect coins as Joe mentioned, and you can use the coins to get power ups. Uh, I did not take notes of the power-ups by accident. Do you remember what kind of power-ups you can get in the game? Oh, I know there's an invisibility, um, obviously extra lives, um, right. and then that I want to say there's something that makes you jump higher, because... Yes, yep, you're right. Because generally, how you jump higher is either you bounce on the enemies and kind of do like a double jump, or you can right. jump on projectiles, like in the later levels, there's bullets mm -hmm. that you can jump up on, so... Yes, right. I think it's also a power-up that allows you to go faster, too, so... Um, yes, yes. Um, it, uh, oh, 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 there's also... There's also a power-up to give you some hit points back, because you got three hit points. Mm, okay. Um, uh, uh, like in the game, represented by bandages in the corner, mm. so... I'm uh, sorry, not bandages, skateboards. They look like bandages, yeah. <laughs> but they're actually the skateboards. Yeah. yeah, so... Um, but, uh, yeah, so once that once that runs out, you lose a life. You lose all your life, game's over. Um, so, uh... Uh, so graphically speaking, as we mentioned, the game has an anime style. Uh, the graphics of the game are pretty good. Uh, you know, they're very bright, colorful. Uh, some good like uh, uh, scrolling, uh, uh, some good scrolling effects in the background. Mm -hmm. um, not a lot of variety to the stages, I think, but the actual graphics themselves are pretty high quality. I can uh, agree with that. Yeah, uh, the enemies are also like very limited. There's mm. not really like a lot of them, but you know, but the enemies that are in the game are. Um, are very well animated. Uh, Marty's moves are Marty's moves are animated pretty well too. The actual mm -hmm. whole like you know like gliding around and jumping and whatnot things. Yep. So uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's a very cute looking game as far as the whole like you know like um, oh there's a Japanese word for that it's like about like the kind of like light uh, kind of like you know uh, over the top anime. This reminds me of but uh, yeah uh, yeah uh, I can't yeah, help you there. <laughs> yeah I'm not, yeah I'm not gonna worry about that like right now so. Um, um, I really enjoyed the Biff fights. Um, he's a oh, yeah. he's a very large sprite, and uh, he makes some great expressions when you jump on his head and everything else. I really enjoyed all, um, all the boss fights in this game. Yeah, I thought most of the game was relatively easy, but the boss fights are definitely like the most challenging. Oh yeah, uh, definitely. They, you know, they, you know, they definitely give you like a whole lot of a uh, challenge. Mm -hmm. Probably like you know, finish those things like a whatnot. So. Um, so, yeah, uh, anything you want to say about the graphics? Um, yeah, the only thing I had written down was the fact that I love the anime style. Um, <laughs> and, and obviously that, you know, the Biff bosses were pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, I think, amazingly, um, you know, I discovered this game in 2000, probably 1, 2002, somewhere around there. This came yeah. out, what, 94, 95? Uh, 93. 93. And yeah. here we are in 2020, and honestly, you know, as mediocre as the game is, it still holds up. It's still a good-looking game. It still sounds great, which I'm sure we'll yeah. get into. Is the music yeah. is amazing. So, overall, 
amazing, amazing, amazing. Uh, yeah, since you, <laughs> yep, yep, uh, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, I agree. Um, since, uh, uh, since you brought it up, let's transition over to the music. Uh, I was surprised at how much, uh, yeah, I was surprised at how much uh, movie music they actually used in this game. Uh, there's a lot of songs, there's a lot of songs I recognize like the movie in this game. You know what's interesting is um, the only thing that I really recognized fully was the theme song, Back to mm -hmm. the Future theme song, which they did a great 16-bit rendition. Um, yes, I did. It's, it's amazing. Um, other levels use um, like tiny pieces of other music, but then it's like morphed into its own thing. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's yeah. a, it's original music, but it's kind of inspired by. And uh, yeah, I enjoyed all the stage music. This the soundtrack is fantastic. This is another great game that has a great soundtrack. Yeah, the music's very good. I I, I really didn't I really wasn't expecting much of this uh, um, in this game as far as musical goes mm -hmm. because a lot of platformers outside of the, you know outside of the, you know by and by I think that with a few exceptions. You know, like the Mario games. Right. Most uh, 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 most platformers have very boring soundtracks, mm -hmm. but uh, yeah, the fact that they use so much of the game music, uh, sorry, the fact they actually use so much of the movie music in the game, uh, made for a very entertaining experience. And, and yes, you're right, the music carries over, um, you know, the music carries over like very well. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's a very good soundtrack, uh, like for sure. Um, ooh, my biggest complaint with this game, the controls. <laughs> oh boy, did I hate these controls. <laughs> I'm, you know, honestly, going back to it, um, I can't, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Um, you have to be moving and you have to be pushing the B button to be able to move and your jumps are based on momentum. And that was my biggest issue um, going back to play this is the whole, I like, if you're standing in one spot and you try to jump, you're only going to jump a little bit because you got to have that momentum to really get going. Right. And like I said, Marty feels slippery because he's on a hoverboard. So that right. doesn't help things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, uh, like I said before, you know, I understand why they put the whole game with him on a hoverboard. I, I wish some of the game had not been, but right. um, but but there's no reason they had to make the hoverboard that difficult to control because, you know, even though you know, even though I ragged on the NES games quite a bit, at least in those games, you could actually control yourself with a hoverboard, mm -hmm. like in those games. <laughs> I mean, this one, um, uh, you know, the analogy comes to mind with this one is... With this one, like the hoverboard is very slippery. I, you know, um, I think I was on ice. Yeah. Uh, but, um, but uh, yeah, and the fact it can't move forward without sliding is also annoying because it mm -hmm. kind of makes it makes it very hard, very hard to do those pinpoint jumps that you may want to get to to bop an enemy or get a coin like a whatnot. Yeah. So. And this is where I'll uh, mention the levels yeah. sometimes are way too long. There's no mm -hmm. checkpoints, yeah. and if you have not mastered that whole slippery feeling and holding B to get momentum and jump and all that other stuff, you will die quick and end up seeing the beginning of the level. There, That's probably the most annoying thing, especially when you go to find out after you beat it that you were that close to the goal and you didn't realize it. <laughs> right. So, yeah, it's like, I, I don't understand why the controls like are the way that they are. I mean, like, you know, they could have found a, you know, they definitely could have found it like a different way to handle the controls and not make it so floating so hard to use yeah i mean like i don't know um my my thing too is like button placement like the by placement wasn't that bad but if you've played a platformer before like you know like b goes you know faster or makes you run faster a makes you jump mm. so having it be b and y was kind of weird like i kept trying to hit a <laughs> that has a lot to do with like 
Yeah, well, I understand that because that has a lot to do with the typical Japanese Jap preference yeah. for buttons. Uh, I mean, like, uh, like you know, like most Japanese games will have the buttons laid out that way. That makes sense. Okay. Plan to come over to the states, like it changed our tastes. Uh, um, but uh, so, but yeah, I mean, like you know, they're not. Yeah, but but yeah, just to be clear, it, it doesn't make the game unplayable. Once you get the hang of it, you actually can get around like pretty well. Right. Absolutely. But the problem, but the but. But control and fine-tuning in this game is a lot harder and a lot more difficult than it should be. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's, I mean, like, there's no reason... A market like a platform like a Mario game is like the easy control. Right. There's no reason, you know, there's no reason this game needs to be as control, as difficult to control as it is. Yeah, by the end, you, by the end of level one, you should know what's going on and how your, uh, your character reacts to different things. And I felt like in this game, like, it took the first two levels to get a full grip on, uh, being able to move Marty and get him to do what you want him to do. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I, so another problem I had with the game was the fact that this game, it just got boring to me after a while. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, um, you know, I did finish it right. because the game wasn't overly difficult. I mean, like, you know, there are some difficult sections. Most of the difficulty in this game is imposed by the, by the separate controls. Mm -hmm. Um, but so that adds, that adds most of the difficulty to the game. We, uh, Cut that out. There's a few sections of the game that are difficult, and the boss fights are tough. Right. But beyond, uh, but beyond that, I thought this game was overall one of the more easier platformers I've played. Um, and there's just not enough variety with your tactics and the enemies and whatnot to keep things interesting. Yeah, and it's, it goes back to the visuals that you were talking about earlier. How most of the levels look very much the same, and you know have almost the same kind of layout. It's get it's very monotonous for sure. And even the boss fights. I mean, it, it's like the first fight with biff it's like you jump on the monitor you jump on his head you get down you jump on the monitor jump on his head you know and it's, it's over and done with <laughs> yeah it's the second uh, boss fight with uh griff where i ended up dying and just saying hey you know what i'm not gonna continue now <laughs> you know it was having to try to jump over you know those plat use the platforms to kind of get that height to jump on top of him and send him off towards the uh clock tower so sure yeah well, you're not missing too much. The ending of this game is actually, the, 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 I, um, you know, ending this game. Uh, not, only, not only, not only, not only is it very short, it makes no sense. It's also like, <laughs> you know, it's also like, you know, it's also like not very much fun at all. Right. So, um, yeah, not a very satisfying ending. I mean, so, um, so I guess overall, uh, if you enjoy platformer games and if you're a Back to the Future fan, I think there's enough here to keep you fun. Um, uh, sorry, that's not good English. There's enough here to keep you entertained and have fun with for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, but really, outside of those qualifications, this is one you can skip, I think. I mean, like, I mean, like, I mean, like, is it the better, I mean, like, is it the better game than most of the games we got over here in the States? Sure, but that's a very, like, low bar. Right. So, I mean, like, I mean, I mean, yeah, it's not very hard to be, you're very hard to make a better game. So. Yeah, this is, this is one of those oddities where I'd tell you, absolutely, you know, play the ROM, <laughs> use emulation. Uh, I, I probably, you know, I don't know, I'm sure you'll get to how much the cart is and whatnot, but, mm -hmm. um, yep. I, I wouldn't seek out the cart for this game. Right. Even, even with um, how much I did enjoy it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, outside of like, you know, a game collector or somebody's a Back to the Future fan. Right. Like, you know, I really don't see, but yeah, uh, yeah. So prices, prices of this game are all over the place, which we'll get here to like a little bit, <laughs> but they, um, um, but yeah, I mean, like, you know, the game itself does hold up reasonably well today, as you mentioned before, Joe. It's like, it, it, it's like, it's still pretty much the same, same game now as it was back then. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, but, um, you know, 
you know, outside of like a few things to uh, um, you know, a few things, a few things in the game that are very impressive, you know, like music. Mm -hmm. Um, it's a very average platformer game, like in most, like in most regards. Yeah. So, I would say if you're really curious, but you don't want to put in the gameplay, there's uh, long plays on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, right. And you can experience pretty much all of it right there. And you're going right. to see the visuals, you're going to get the great music, and you're going to get to see the cheesy ending, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, um, we talked about this briefly a bit ago, but I guess it, uh, um, you know, nobody's ever said anything as to why the game didn't come out here in the States. You know, was, uh, the, the, the speculation, you know, this is a very... Yo, this is a very small developer. Uh, publisher did not publisher did not release anything over here in the states, so could be a there could be a licensing issue. You know, maybe they only got the rights to do Back to Future in Japan, for example, mm -hmm. and didn't have the rights to. Uh, I know, you know, it, you know, it might have been a deal where like, okay, LGA got the rights to do Back to Future games in the states, but this company got the rights to like, do the Back to Future games in Japan. Right. So, um, also like, uh, so yeah, very well covered by rights issue. Also, the anime look probably I think also. Mm -hmm. um, I've heard it because anime was not as back, um, it was big here back then as, as is now. Right. So, um, so yeah, there's some speculation on it. Yeah, um, I think both of those are very good points. I think that's those two points right there are yeah. probably exactly the reason why it didn't come out here. But most of the contemporary reviews of this game are pretty good, actually. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they, uh, you know, uh, you know, like on a scale of like one to ten, they usually average around like a six to an eight. So, um, higher marks than I would have given it, but you know, this game does seem to be pretty popular with people like to play it these days. Yeah, I was going to say, I watched a couple uh, YouTube reviews and they, you know, there was like three of them that I saw that praised it and left it in like the mediocre to excellent and then there was one guy who was like, it's below. You know, <laughs> just just below. He was like, a, you know, one to five it'd be like a two. And, yeah. you know, it's it's understandable. I can see, I can see all uh, all the angles. I can see where you yeah. can find this to be a great game. I can see where you, you're, it's mediocre, and I can see where you're like, eh, you know what? It's a bad game. I can see all those <laughs> angles. So, yeah, well, I don't want to sound like a middling, uh, middling road person on everything, but yeah, that, that, <laughs> but, but yeah, I think I personally, personally, I take the game as like mediocre. So, I mean, I mean, it's not horrible. It's not, you know, there's definitely a lot worse uh, platformer games out there, but uh, just, be, but you know. It just means I got to step up my game as far as picking games. You know, <laughs> two mediocre games now. <laughs> well, uh, well, it's a very curious game. I mean, like you know, I, I mean, I mean, it's definitely like very unique. Right. Um. So, uh, yeah. So the fact that we got, uh, yes, uh, yes. Yeah, so the fact that this came out in Japan, whereas we, whereas we only got the the Master System version of the game, mm. is like very, um, you know, curious. Right. So, but uh, yeah, I mean, like you know. Yeah, this game this game was probably made to tailor more Japanese taste, mm -hmm. so I think it's another reason why the game just feels so different yeah. uh, than what we you know what we uh, used to hear you know like in the West. Mm -hmm. So, um, but yeah, anyway, uh, yeah, not the you know not the worst game. You know, like I said before, like you're a platformer fan or, or if you enjoy the movies a lot, uh, this is worth checking out. Just for like the you know you know just for the curiosity's sake, mm -hmm. you know, at the very least, I think you probably have like a you know a few hours of fun with this. Yeah. So, um. So anyway, um, uh, any final thoughts that you want to talk about this game, Joe? Before we move on to the uh, you know the eBay section? No, I think I've spoken my mind about this game, and if they haven't gotten it by now, I mean, come on, <laughs> <laughs> hmm. at least play it. Just give it a yeah. shot. 
Our, our, yeah, our platform our platform episodes episodes tend to be a bit shorter because it's like how much uh, how much can you talk about a platformer really? Right, right. But, <laughs> <laughs> he jumps but, on uh, heads and collects coins. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> how far I mean, can like, that idea there, go? <laughs> yeah, I've been there, done that for many many years now at this point. So. Right. But uh, eBay, however, was interesting because there are a lot of forms of this game available for a lot of different prices. Oh, okay. Um, it's a little so this is a little confusing. I'm gonna I'm, uh, you know I'm can do the best I can to explain this. Uh, if, if you are unsure about any of this, Joe, let me know, because the big chances are you're confused. The lesson out there is also going to be confused. <laughs> okay. So, um, you know, as I said, you know, this game, this game's only available in, uh, sorry, this game's only available like, Japan. Uh, so if you want to get to, like, if you want to buy the game, there's three different versions of the game that you can buy if you go look on eBay. Oh, God. <laughs> you can find the, so you can find the original game from Japan. Mm-hmm. You can find a, uh, so you can find a, um, uh, a, a, a hack of this game where, like, the, like somebody took the ROM of the game, translated it, uh, put it into, like, a Super NES-style cart and selling it that mm, way. Okay. Uh, and that, uh, um, um, and that form is available also in PAL format, by the way, and not just, like, NTSC. Hmm. So you can get it, like, both ways if you want. Interesting. Which I found it, yeah, which was very curious. Um, or if you want to, or if you are a complete collector or a real Back to the Future fan, there's also a uh, 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 somebody somebody went above and beyond just to hack in the game <laughs> and released uh, you know and released a, you know and released a full a full scale mockup of the manual uh, the manual and game box as well. Oh wow! So like so like a CIB version a version a version of the hack game. Okay. That's what I said. There's, there's, yeah, that's what I said. There's three different forms <laughs> of games available and depending upon what you're looking for. So. Um, the game is available on eBay. Not, not super common, but there are co copies out there. Uh, looking at the, looking at the versions of the game in North America only, that were available in in, in either hack or full game format. There's eight, there's eight of them currently being sold. Nine of them were sold recently. Uh, this this also includes, by the way, the very few copies. Uh, actually, no, there, there were not any. There actually were not any original original uh, Japanese games available in North America. If oh. you want the original game, if you want the original game, you have to buy it from Japan. Okay. Uh, where the game is very plentiful, by the way. So it's like you know, uh, um, the, 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 so those numbers I quoted before are only for the are only for the the, the translated hack mm. uh, the hack ROM full game versions okay. of the game. So anyway, we'll start with the original pricing, in, like Japan. Uh, this game must be pretty rare in Japan because these prices are pretty high. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, also the fact these prices include shipping, and obviously shipping for Japan is going to be a lot, um, right. uh, you know, like more expensive. So, uh, so, take, so, so take that into account. Carts only in this game have sold recently anywhere from seventy to one hundred thirty-two dollars. Wow. And if you want CIB, that uh, CIB, those copies have sold anywhere from one hundred eighty to one hundred eighty to one hundred ninety-six dollars. Wow. Okay. So. Very expensive game like you want to get from Japan. So, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming the high price is because the high price is a combination of the fact the game was not made in high, in high amounts and also the fact it's a popular franchise. Yeah, so, it's very, very uh, possible. So, the hacked version of the game can be had for cheaper prices. Hmm. So, like, what I mean by hack is, like, people have taken the game, because we mentioned before, there is a translated, there is a translated ROM, ROM right. that's available out there. People have taken the game, Burned it onto a Super NES style cart, so they've actually like they've actually sacrificed the Super NES cart uh, by taking out the by taking out the ROM chip, putting this ROM chip into it instead, mm -hmm. and uh, and making up a new label for it, 
uh, with um, which usually isn't YouTube, but usually it's speculation as speculation as what the game label might have looked like. Right. If it had come out here in the states, so uh, so so yeah. So this version of the game, because it's because it because it's on because it's on NTSC or PAL format, like I mentioned before, there are people selling PAL versions of this as well. Um, you know, but so. So you can buy a game that's available in either NTSC or, or PAL format. Plug into your Super NES, plug into your um, uh, emulation station, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, whatever you have, and play it that way. So it's like it was, it was like next best thing to original hardware right. because uh, because because for your, because for practical purposes, you are playing off a of physical ROM. You're you're just playing a game that was not physically released here, uh, like in this territory. Right. So. Um, and considering uh, considering this is a fair considering this is a fair amount of work. Prices, but the price of this hack part are not that bad compared to some of the other hack hack copies I've seen over the years. Mm. Maybe because the fact that this version is not very popular. Um, That's possible. Uh, you know, uh, the hacked version of the game is sold anywhere from twenty-five to forty dollars. Yeah, it's not bad. So, um, and I mentioned before, there is somebody out there who there is somebody out there must be a collector because only collectors that can be this nuts. Um, <laughs> who's actually gone one step further and then a complete mock-up of a mock-up like with the manual in the box for this like what it would look uh, um, uh, you know, look like if it come out here in the States. Mm. So, and again, and again, considering how much, and again, considering how much work is involved in this, uh, $50 for this is not a, you know, bad price to pay for it. Like, no, that's not bad at all. No. So, so anyway, did that make sense? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, but uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of ways to get this game depending on how you want to play it. So uh, yeah, it's a very interesting platformer game of the series. Um, probably there's not going to be. Um, well, I, I well well I shouldn't say this. I mean it's like there have not been many Back to the Future games released recently. Um, you know there was the Lego game came in 2015. Uh, the pinball game was ported to the uh, Pinball FX3 game in 2017 as a table. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, that's pretty much about it as far as like you know as far as like new games in the franchise. Right. You know that said, the franchise, the franchise, the franchise is still very popular. People still have a lot of like a, you know affection for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know they've talked about rebooting it at various points of like over the years. Uh, nothing's ever, you know, nothing's, you know, nothing's ever, you know, nothing's ever happened. Those plans, maybe with the best. But, yeah, I mean, Robert um, Zemeckis uh, you know, so has said numerous. There times. There might be in the movie, uh, you know, again, a point. Right. Yeah, Robert Zemeckis has said numerous times that he does not want to see a reboot. Right. So, so we'll see. I mean, yeah, and so a sequel at this point with everybody getting up the um up the you know up there in age is probably not gonna happen either. Right. But Yeah, we're not um, gonna get Bill and Ted three face the music. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's <laughs> still that yeah, that still boggles my mind. They're actually like doing a th- a, you know, a third movie in that franchise. But And it was actually good. Oh oh you've seen it already? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> But yeah, so anyway, but uh, yeah, I mean, like you know, like the, the games, the the games are hit and miss over the years for sure. But you know, you, you know, like I said, the franchise they're like so popular. So yeah, um, you know, who knows? Like we might see just some other games. Yeah, but I mean, I'd definitely be for like new Back to the Future games. That's for sure. Right. I mean, like you no, know, yeah, because you know, there's a lot of ways to do this game. I mean, I, 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 I mean, like oh, you, you could, I mean, like. You could kind of take the Telltale pr- approach, approach to go heavy on the story, mm-hmm. but still have, you know, you know, but have things, you know, but still have things like you know, like you know, like uh, contests, like you know, uh, contests, various games, right? Uh, what not thrown in there, for, um, you're throwing their flavor down for good measure. Mm-hmm. So, um, but 
I could even probably see this possibly working like an RPG format. Oh yeah, definitely. Like, yeah, but you know, something went like really, really bat crazy on it, but right. so, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so anyway, yeah, a very interesting look at a very interesting game that part of a, you know, you know, it's part of like a, you know, much loved franchise. Mm -hmm. So, um, shame, you know, shame never came out here in the West, but probably would not have sold very well if it had for various reasons. So probably, probably best is game stayed in Japan. Yeah. But uh, anyway, I think that's about it. That's all I can think about at least. Uh, anything else you want to add at the end uh, here, Joe? No, I, I guess that, you know, I think I've pretty much spoken my mind on this. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, as always, we appreciate you being on um, uh, you being here in the podcast uh, like me, Joe. And we also appreciate yeah. the listeners out there for listening, listening to us as always. Yes. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, please feel free to, uh, um, to submit them either uh, either on Facebook group or you can also send me an email directly to the SNES podcast at yahoo.com. Uh, Joe, how can the good people pick it a hold of you? Uh, you can find me on Facebook just under Joe Copel or you can email me at joesux30 at gmail.com. Okay, great. <laughs> so, as mentioned previously, next episode. Uh, George has requested to come back on the podcast because uh, on the podcast because he wants to talk to us again, um, and of course being a J and of course being a lover of Japanese games, he wants to bring a Japanese game uh, 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 to the table again. So, um, <laughs> why well, not surprised? The battle but, uh, of the co-hosts. <laughs> yes. So he wants to look at a game called Metal Max Returns, which I'm like that's that, which I'm like that that doesn't have anything to do with the movie, does it? So, um. I don't know. Maybe I've not started playing it yet. You're talking so, about Mad Max. Uh oh oh yeah, Mad Max. But there wasn't <laughs> yeah, but there was a Metal Max game. It was my yeah. Maybe this is a sequel to that Metal Max game I'm thinking about. Anyway, um, you know, I'm not yeah, I'm not yeah, I've not started playing the yeah, I've not I, I've not started playing this game yet. It it also is available in full translated ROM form, so um uh, uh so that should not be a, like a problem. But uh, yeah, it would be great to have him back in the podcast. Yeah, so, it'd be good to have him back uh, in the. Sounds like this is going to be a strange game. <laughs> yep. So I guess we're going back to the future of George again here next time. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, thanks again for taking time to listen to us. Uh, as always, we, as always, like, we appreciate it very much. And uh, take care, everybody, and see you again soon. Have a good night. Nintendo controls 80% of the video market. But no matter how you play the game or which game you play, Things definitely have come a long way since Pac-Man. Now you're playing with power. Super power.